Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You are listening to our weekday summer series where we are exploring what it would look like to treat this summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. So to help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading together in the Psalms. Happy Thursday. So far in this week's journey through Psalms 46, we've reflected on God as our refuge, our fortress, and unending source of strength and peace that provides us with an ever-present hope in times of trouble. So today, let's turn our attention to Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. You see, at first glance, this beloved verse seems tailor-made for a summer centered on rest, especially when it falls on a Thursday, near the end of a busy and demanding week. But what if our interpretation and understanding of this passage can be a worthwhile spiritual practice while at the same time taking it entirely out of context? Perhaps our answer is found in what drives and motivates us to run ourselves ragged, pushing ourselves to the limit. So before we dig deeper for answers, I want to provide space for you to pause, to pray, and to consider the places where you find yourself striving. God, we thank you for this time, this space to draw near to you. I thank you that we can just take that moment, this moment right now to breathe, to seek awareness, and just to hear your voice. So Father, I pray that if there's anything that is distracting us right now to hear from you, God, may we choose to let go of the control and we ask for your guidance to help us. So in this time, God, would your voice just be louder? May we trust your promise that you say to us that you bring rest for our souls, that you do draw near to us wherever we are. So God, we ask for your spirit to draw out the truth that we need to hear today and to hold on to for today. Would you lead us and may we be followers of your presence, amen. You know, our hearts, they search for reassurance. Our souls, they yearn for comfort. In our minds, they want to work to clear the clutter and cut down on the confusion. With all of those factors playing a part, it's no wonder why the tidbits and snippets and little morsels of truth in a single verse of scripture can grab our attention. It's easy for us to gravitate towards the comfort and inspiration they bring, while we often ignore the context that surrounds them. So take for instance, Psalms 46.10. It says, be still and know that I am God. When we hear that, we think, who wouldn't love to push pause from our busy and hectic schedules and carve out time for a bit of peace, calm, and quiet reflection? That reminder to slow down and reflect is a good and gracious command. So it makes sense why we would inscribe it on our journals. We would put it on note cards to help memorize it and include it on greeting cards. But right out of the gate, we're mishandling scripture and missing the bigger picture. Most of the time, we only quote the first section of the verse, and completely ignore the second, which says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. When we read both parts of this verse together, we recognize there's more going on here than just God urging us to shut off the phone, grab a cup of coffee, and settle in for quiet time. By slowing down, we are training our eyes to see God's power, His greatness, and influence on our lives and the world all around us. Is acknowledging God's ability to deliver us from things that are beyond our abilities and our control. With that said, to truly handle this scripture well, let's pull back a little bit and add the verses that preceded it, even as difficult as they might be. Psalms 46, 9-11 says this, 
Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Now that's hardly a Hallmark-worthy verse, but it helps us to understand the bigger picture taking place and its implications. Remember what's transpiring while the author penned Psalms 46. Invaders attacking God's people. A battle ensues and eventually David's army stands victorious over its enemies. God isn't just inviting his people to look over the battlefield and see his faithfulness and protection. God is flexing his muscles and bragging to his enemies. God wants them to recognize that waging war against him is a losing battle. Stop their advances and drop their weapons. It reminds both that the nations will exalt him and his greatness. So take a moment and consider, what is God wanting us to understand with the command to be still and know that I am God? With all that in mind, the command to be still hits differently, especially when we look at other times it appears in Scripture. For example, in Mark 4, Jesus, he rebuked the raging storm with those precise words, and instantly the waves became peaceful. Then there was that time where the Israelites were escaping captivity in Egypt in Exodus 14, penned between the oncoming Egyptians in one direction and the Red Sea in the other. They understandably freaked out. Moses, he urges them to not be afraid, but instead stand firm and watch the Lord fight for them and the deliverance the Lord he will bring them. How do they do such a thing? They need only to be still. Our trying circumstances might be imposing and perhaps more significant than what we can handle, but they don't compare to the greatness of God. Trying to fix things beyond our control is a recipe for disaster and only leads us towards frustration. The more we fight for control, when we choose to rely on our limited strength and try to continue engaging in a battle that's bigger than us, we will find ourselves in opposition to God and to rob Him of the opportunity of being our Savior and our Deliverer. So take a moment and consider this. How has fighting for control, relying on your strength and pushing your ways to deal with trying circumstances, have left you exhausted and frustrated? Let's read today's passage slowly one more time. Psalms 46, 8 through 11 says this, Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Other translations replace be still in Psalms 46 with cease driving. Given the surrounding context, this seems fitting. It's not a call to stop, catch our breath, and then go back to our day. It's a command to drop what we're doing and quit fighting a battle bigger than ourselves. God is rebuking our restlessness and propensity to fix things on our own. Striving to win on our terms and by our efforts only causes us to lose in the end. So being still is taking a break from trying to run the whole universe. Rather than taking control, may we choose to remain still and grab hold of His promises. To be still is to trust that God holds the entire world in His hands. 
from that place, we can see that we are free to loosen the grip we have on our own. So as we begin to wrap up our time together, we want to provide you some space to respond to what we just read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you through Psalms 46. First, take a moment to process this question. Where do you need to cease striving and ask forgiveness for trying to manage circumstances beyond your control and ability? Another question to consider is this. What would it look like for you to be still and know that God is God in these situations? Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share prayer for all of us. Father God, forgive us for trying to control every aspect of our lives and more importantly, failing to trust you. Today, may we cease striving and instead be still, acknowledging your greatness, faithfulness, and protection over us. Replace our worries and fears with an unshakable dependence and declaration that you are God and we are not. Amen. Thank you for joining us. As you go about your day, pay attention to those moments when fear, pride, and selfishness drive your striving to control your circumstances. In that space, pause and give those moments to God. Tomorrow, we close out our time inside Psalms 46, reflecting on and practicing the contemplative concepts seen in the book of Psalms, known as Selah. Until then, blessings. Thank you.